You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Here to get you ready for an action-packed day of football. We will find out if my markets are worth a damn. The casual better likes the things that don't move. I'm the exact opposite. I want to bet on stuff that's nuts. Hashtag spray the board. Dialed into the latest line movements, injuries, and props. It's BetQL's You Better You Bet countdown to kickoff. Presented by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. What's up, everybody? Happy and Merry Week 15 NFL Sunday to you and yours. It is You Better You Bet's Countdown to Kickoff. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, here with you on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. Coming to you live today from all the usual spots. The Odyssey app, the BetQL app, radio stations nationwide, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash BetQL. As Ken and I are here, we're bringing you the wagertainment up until 1 o'clock Eastern time on this week 15 NFL Sunday. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. All right, you know how we do. Each and every NFL Sunday here on You Better You Bet. We're going to bring you the line movement for every game on a very busy NFL Sunday uh, with tons of weather concerns across the board. Uh, we got tons of injury news that we got to get into. So lots of line movement, lots of things to discuss. We'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. 40 minutes from now, the actives and inactives for today for the 1 o'clock slate. And we'll tell you what we're expecting for the afternoon slate, the 4 o'clock slate, Eastern Time, and for Sunday Night Football, both for bets, for props, and also for fantasy football. As the fantasy football playoffs in the vast majority of leagues started on Thursday, and this is going to be the first Sunday of the playoffs for many leagues, we will bring you all the information that you need in order to place bets and win your fantasy football leagues, actives and inactives coming up 40 minutes from now. Ken Barkley will bring you his underdog money line parlay. We'll have a conversation on two team six point teasers where I think we might get like a a couple legs that are pretty good for today. We'll talk about that coming up next hour. About one hour from right now, thy Royal Prop King coming off a two and one Saturday. Shout out to Sam Laporta going over his receiving yards prop on his final of the three touchdowns last night. What a crying shame that would have been if Laporta didn't go over his yardage prop, scored all those touchdowns last night. So two and one for the Prop King yesterday. We'll look to keep it rolling come up, coming up today, Week 15 NFL Sunday, and 100 minutes from right now. Or, you know, an hour and 40 minutes. Best bets for every single game on the board. Side 
and total. We're locked and loaded here. Week 15 NFL Sunday, eight days until Christmas. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. A little bit of a little bit of a fire drill, scramble drill. Getting on the air. Was watching a bunch of the pregame shows and betting a lot of things. <laughs> and didn't notice uh, my computer had to restart because it's, it's it's kind of been that kind of morning, a busy morning. Um, everybody who lives on the East Coast kind of knows what's going on. Uh, a nor'easter, like literally everywhere. If you live on the East Coast, you can't you can't get away from it, and so it'll impact a bunch of games. So. We'll talk about the games last night, uh, obviously, too, or yesterday, too, including the Broncos-Lions game last night. But, yeah, my first thought is, like, uh, hope everybody enjoyed those overs yesterday. Hopefully hopefully everybody enjoyed all those points because pro- probably not going to see games like that today, like any of them. Like, I, I think this has the potential to be, like, the most brutal Sunday of the season from a scoring standpoint. And just uh, I would get used to a lot of games like that and not a lot of games like what we saw yesterday. Yeah, like some bad weather across the board today. We will talk about all of it coming up in the It Moved segment in a little bit. But uh, let's uh, let's talk about some of the games yesterday, Ken, before we get to It Moved. And I guess we should start with the one bet that you and I felt most confident in yesterday from a side and total perspective. And man, like if you tailed us on this, if you liked it yourself and you took it, Man, it was a sweat right up until the end with the over in the Colts Steelers game, which lands 43. I believe it closed 41 and a half. We liked it at 42 and a half, whatever. Like whatever whatever number you bet it at, you won. Landing 43 with just a crazy sequence of events at at the end of the game that underbetters and Colts fans were very unhappy about. So for people that don't know, Matt Matt Gay, Indianapolis's kicker, misses a kick with Indy up 27 to 13. By the way, there should have been 70 points scored in the game. So it's r- ridiculous that it even came down to this. So Matt Gay misses a kick at 27-13 with like a little more than two minutes to play. So it's 27-13. The Steelers offense has done nothing the entire game after like racing out to a 13-0 lead to start. And Mike Tomlin's got two timeouts left and Tomlin uses the timeouts including on first down when Shade Steichen calls a a quarterback to to kneel on the ball like of course Tomlin's going to call timeouts and underbetters on Twitter are going nuts and Colts fans are booing and Steichen's pissed Oh, oh okay like it's really unlikely that the Steelers can win the game but if Tomlin doesn't call timeouts the win percentage is zero and if he does call timeouts it's something more than zero I'm not even saying it approaches 10%, but you got to call those timeouts there. Of course he did the right thing. Forces Indy's hand. The Colts have to do something, and what they do is send Matt Gay back out there, and Gay makes the field goal to uh, to, to push it, make it to put it to 43, get the game over the total, and then the Steelers just, like, run the clock, and people are like, oh, like, Tomlin called timeouts just to just to run the ball up the middle. Yeah, because it's a three-score game at that point, and, and the game's over. Like, that. that's why he did that. Do you think he'd be running Jalen Warren or Najee Harris up the middle at 27-13? With a two-touchdown game? I don't know what people were all up in arms about. I, I felt like that was a deserved win for us, Ken. But it took until literally the very end of the game and an insane like sequence of events to get us home with the Colts Steelers over yesterday. And also, uh, Indy smashed them in the game, winning 30-13. to Yeah, we just... Oh, God, we just got like another update, uh, which... Is, is really interesting for Monday night's game, which I, I'll be honestly might have to do when it moved at the end of next segment. Like how many things can change in one game from Friday when we get off the air until like Sunday in terms of like the conception of this Eagle Seahawks game to your point about just wow. yesterday, we can do yesterday very quickly. Um, had, had, had the over, but had like Steelers tease to seven and a half. Trubisky can't get it done. They put in Mason Rudolph off a missed field goal. He can't cover the teaser leg. Felt like a game that maybe was going to land seven or eight, I guess. But uh, so that was kind of unfortunate. But uh, in the night game, like bet the over in Lions Broncos, like the only bet in the game. 
thank you Detroit offense for getting back on track. That was great. Scored on basically every single possession (laughs) caused Sean Payton to have a conniption on the sideline and screaming his quarterback and a bunch of other people, um, which was probably not great for his coach of the year candidacy, but, uh, but yeah, lions get back on track in a big way and have some really interesting games coming up. We'll play the Vikings a couple times. We'll play Dallas, like really some high leverage lions games on the way uh, indoors. And maybe we'll see some more shootouts like what we saw before. So yeah, just playoff positioning gets, you know, slight tweaks as we keep going, but would just remind people, you know, like whatever you saw last night doesn't mean those teams have to make the playoffs or that like everything's back on track week to week league, super long season. The example I would provide would be Denver. Uh, That is by far the most losable game they have left on their schedule. Uh, There are lots of teams that could end up finishing 10 and seven in the AFC and fighting for playoff positioning could be a 10 win team doesn't make it this year, the way that this shakes out, but there are lots of teams that are going to be in the mix. The Broncos are actually more likely than some teams that won yesterday and some teams that are going to win today to make the playoffs because they play the Patriots, the Chargers and the Raiders as their last three games. Like that's 10. That's what that is. So like, yeah, they lose, they lose yesterday. That's too bad. Meanwhile, the Colts are going to be in a bunch of coin flip dog fights there. So just like I, my advice, as always, just like don't overreact to one week of results, the long game of how the season's going to play out. Uh, the Colts are still very shaky to make it. And the Broncos are actually more likely to make it than you probably think. Oh, so interesting stuff all coming off of last night, despite Denver getting slammed by the Lions. Um, any other thoughts overall, Ken, from yesterday's slate? Since he beats Minnesota in overtime 27-24, and if you bet the under in that game, you got to be sick with with uh, going into the fourth quarter at 17 and then like yeah, basically half-time. every single drive from there. go Yeah, yeah and, and every single drive in the fourth quarter is basically a touchdown since he ends up winning the game in overtime. Like Not the most devastating blow to Minnesota's playoff hopes because the Vikings right. are still right now the sixth seed in the NFC because the, the NFC easier than the AFC, obviously. So Minnesota could afford a loss more than Cincinnati could. But like, since he now comes out of that game, pretty injured. Jamar Chase separated shoulder. The early reports on Chase, and I watched Ian Rappaport's report this morning on NFL Network, that uh, Chase is basically day-to-day, like could play next week. But DJ Reader, like one of their most impactful defensive players, like torn calf muscle, he's out for the season. So since he beats Minnesota 27-24, we mentioned the Colts throttling the Steelers, and then Detroit just rolling it up on Denver in the Saturday night game 42 17 and shout out to those of you including me i'm one of these people in one of the in one fantasy league that i'm still in if you started jared goff or sam laporta or jameer gibbs or amon ross st brown you are feeling pretty pretty good heading into uh, the sunday slate of games today in your fantasy football playoff matchups so anything else ken from saturday and then we can turn our attention to the line movement today no, just uh, the, since the injury report, like you mentioned, will be really interesting going into next week. The Bengals uh, play the Steelers. I believe the game is at Pittsburgh, if I'm not mistaken. I don't have it up in front of me right now. Uh, it is. It is at Pittsburgh. That is the Saturday, December 23rd early game. So a week from yesterday, um, those two teams will play on Saturday again, and they'll play each other. Uh, just injury report for that game will be interesting. Steelers will likely have a new starting quarterback in that game, but we don't know who it will be. Like, will it be Mason Rudolph? Will it be Pickett back from injury? You would assume maybe a change coming there. So that market It'll be like a really interesting discussion all week. All right, so there you have it. So again, yesterday, Cincinnati and the uh, Cincinnati wins. The game goes over the total. Colts and the Steelers. Thank God we got that over. And then the Lions slamming the Broncos on Saturday night. But that's Saturday night, Saturday night. Uh, that's the Saturday slate of games. Let's turn our attention now to Sunday slate. Tons of weather across the board. 
we got like like this Dolphins injury report on the offensive line, Atlanta's injury report on the offensive line. A lot still to be figured out as we approach kickoff. Let's get you started and let's get you set to bet these games by giving you the update on the latest line movement with this edition, Kenny Henderson, of It Moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. I think it moved. It moved. Uh, It's different. Week 15 NFL Sunday, you know, following a Week 15 NFL Saturday. Uh, Ken, let's start in South Beach with the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets, where not only do we have weather concerns, but the wind apparently potentially going to be ridiculous in this game. Uh, Maybe not rain, but maybe like insane wind here. And for people that have ever lived in South Florida, I lived there for three years, you know that it can go from being Armageddon one second outside, and then the next second... You're back in paradise, so maybe it's going to be perfectly sunny and just some wind in Miami. It's not just the weather. It's also not just the Dolphins' offensive line, which I alluded to. Big-time cluster injuries for that unit for the Miami Dolphins. But, Ken, we continue to monitor the status of Dolphins' star receiver, offensive player of the year favorite, an MVP candidate, Tyree Kill. And it feels like there's some optimism that Tyree Kill is going to go in this game. Ken, what's the latest with the Dolphins and the Jets from Miami with all everything that I just kind of laid out? Sure. And we, obviously, we don't have uh, official confirmation that Tyree Kill will play yet, at least like not in the last like minute that we've been checking, like if something came out as I'm talking, like I, as that's possible at this point. Uh, for by all accounts, Tyree Kill was going to warm up. Uh, we saw his him uh, shots of him arriving at the stadium with no limp, for what it's worth. He w- he was walking really really fast too. It was actually like kind of funny to watch the video and be like, even when he walks, he's just he's a really fast guy. He just moves really quickly. And uh, so we'll see what ends up happening with his status. Seems uh, just based on the reporting from the morning shows, at least right now more likely to play than not play and that essentially it will be left up to him that's like the indications that are being given and again think about it like you leave it up to the player what do you what do you think the player is going to do be like hold me out coach like nobody nobody really ever says that he's going situations. for 2000 yeah, he's been playing right. hurt literally all brian balding yep. comes on our show every week and has been saying that like he talks to tyreek he does these games and tyreek's like yeah man i got all these injuries but i'm still gonna play it's up to him like you would imagine ken that you'll see him out there today right but i think the interesting thing is people will hear that and they'll go to the betting market for the game and they'll say well wait a minute so you're telling me he's more likely to play than not like and you might be listening to be like i agree with that I agree that he's more likely to play. Okay, then explain to me why the point spread is smaller than it was yesterday and than it was last night. And across the board, why is a game that was nine, nine and a half, uh, Miami being favored in the game, obviously at home, why is it now seven and a half, basically everywhere? Like, why is that the market for the game right now? That doesn't make any sense to me. And like, you're right. You would think that like Tyreek, bullishness on Tyreek would push the number out in a lot of situations. But there are sort of like two things that are unique to this game. One is the point spread's already very large anyway. And so when you introduce inclement weather and you drop the total, that means almost by rule, the dog will be more interesting in the game, will be more likely to keep the game close. Again, think about it. If there's gonna be way fewer points and way fewer scoring opportunities, there's less opportunity for Miami to blow the doors off of them. And so if that's the case, like Tyreek plays, doesn't play, numbers coming down 
for right now. Like, that's where we are. And yes, you may get a pop when he is announced in. Like, if it's Tyreek Hill's going to start, he says he has no limitations or something like that. Then, yeah, like, you might get a little bit of a bump in the market. But the wind in this game, there are three games today, maybe four, that have the potential to be severely impacted by weather. And we talk on the other side about a lot of the applications of this. But if the total, and you see the total in this game dropping right now, 37. Again, a Dolphins game. Tyreek, 37. Um, the, the wind has the potential to be pretty outrageous in this game and actually level off as the game goes on. So we'll start with like 20 gusts up to 40 and then could get like a little mitigated during the game. I just, again, way to think about this stuff. Great live betting opportunities potentially. Oh, no one can kick. No one can score at ha until halftime. Now it's the sun's out and everything's fine. You think the live markets are going to have that built into anything that's going? Of course not. It's impossible to model this stuff. So really good live betting opportunities, good prop opportunities early in the game kicking stuff yardage all that kind of stuff but could be a really really windy game obviously it gives a dog the chance to win outright a little more increases the likelihood we see crazy stuff so 37 the total seven and a half the spread with the dolphins favor as of right now and like I'm, I'm looking at the weather report right now now there's a chance of thunderstorms like south florida wildly unpredictable when it comes yep. to weather uh so obviously we'll we'll see what happens an hour and 45 minutes until kickoff on the other side we will hit the rest of the weather games coming up today in the nfl and then just games that interest us interest us that have moved over the course of the week you better you bets countdown to kickoff rolls on coming up next more line movement with nick and ken